Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Joe Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Mm-hmm. And I'm Krista McDonough, moderately dressed, part-time podcast gal. Okay, so... Um, you are moderately dressed, you said. I, I and that's, can't so speak. That's good. That's no, fine. Modestly. Not, not mod- modestly. You can't even is, say modest. How I can can't. you be modest? Okay, that's I guess really... I can't. Okay. I should just wow. go home. Mod- and you are a <gasps> licensed... licensed... professional counselor. All right. Yeah. All right. You should that always put that out there. Say. Let people know. I know. I forget. Know. I don't... Yeah, I don't think to you, say Because that gives you credibility. You're not just some, like... You no, know, I'm just some doofus. chick that's you know, on the podcast. You're, you know. <laughs> that's not credibility enough for no, Joe. No, 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 no. Apparently I, not. I think, I think people need to know that, uh, you know, we only bring on super smart people. What? And Steve McCoy. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, all right. So we had uh, we had this whole thing today at church, right? We did a leadership yep, lab. Yep. It was great because mm. uh, nobody showed up. And, no, I'm just kidding. We, we, we had- uh, I was there. Uh, awesome people showed up. <laughs> A lot of people didn't show up, uh, but a lot of people were. Did they are? Did they RSVP? Half did, half didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I RSVP'd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't look. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, no, you took attendance. I, 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 I didn't pay attention to you. I didn't oh. see what you said. Um, and so yeah, I took attendance. Well, so I said any, no. And then uh, I went uh, and I and so we did this. We did this exercise, uh, and with scripture, we were looking at a passage on anger, and um, and so it was a you know discussion about anger and how mm-hmm, to teach mm-hmm. on anger and not being angry. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then afterwards, I had to call the doctors off my eye doctor. Oh, okay. Because I got the thing going again. Yeah. Oh, can you see me? Yeah, Wait, I, should I be I, on this side? Okay. Should my I, good eye. Yeah. I'll <laughs> be on your good side. Yeah. You my, know what? My good my my dead eye lines up with your dead ear. Oh. That's how we know. Good eye. Yeah. And that's your dead ear. That's right. Yeah, oh, see, good. Yes, there we go. We're see? facing each other. We're on the same page. Like together we could be one person. one whole person one whole person mm-hmm. together that's the only way <laughs> so i have this thing i write this it makes my eyes swell up and then it's my i don't know cornea lens retina scratch i don't know what it is but anyways it's painful and it makes me lose my eyesight if i'm mm. not careful i can go blind if i don't take drops so i call the doctor's office it goes to voicemail says we're yeah. not open but we'll get back to you tell us what you need I'm like hey i need this prescription gotta do the thing so this uh this lady calls me back and she's like i don't know why they called me they're open and i'm and the, so she must not be working today she's one of the doctors but it didn't go through and I'm like well I don't I don't know that's not that's not your that's fault not, I'm just calling the off and then so I'm already she's already like and I already told you guys like I'm kind of in a little I'm a little sensitive today mm, a little mm, a little bit mm, I'm not feeling good I'm feeling mm, down mm, feel a, little, a little anxious a little mm, down I don't know why mm. so anyways so this lady's like well, I don't know why they're calling me and I'm like well I just called the number and the number transferred me to that thing yeah, yeah. okay and she was like well you're gonna have to come in and we can't just prescribe that stuff for you and I'm like well look um the the guy who's what do you, office it is who just mm-hmm, retired mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was my doctor and uh and so i saw him all the time but this is an emergency situation i got to get the drops now because this is problematic and uh, you guys close at 12 i can't come in at 12 i got to come a- i would have to come after that and she's like well we can't we're just there's no way we can prescribe it i'm like you guys but so i didn't yell obviously oh, i didn't uh, curse obviously yeah obviously i i don't um, think i've ever heard you do nope, that nope but uh but i did let her know that uh, I said, oh, look, let me just be clear. Uh, I won't be coming in. I won't be seeing mm. any of you ever again. Mm. I'm going to find a new eye doctor. So here, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 mm-hmm. wait, wait, wait. Now, I want you to do it in the tone. Oh, yeah. I'll do my best. Uh, 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 
Mr. Thorne, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you're gonna have to come in for uh, well, this examination. Is a, listen, I, I, I know. I, normally, I would, but yeah, so I, I'm procedure. working until after. I'm working until after you guys are already closed. Mm. I cannot so, come in early. I mean, you probably should have planned ahead for this. No, this now, came up all of a sudden. I didn't. I was not able to. I'm not able to just let you bypass. You the guys process. have done it before when it was the guy who owned the whole place. It was mm. his now, practice. now under new ownership. With, yeah. we have different practices and yeah. procedures. Well, let me policies. tell you what's going to happen. Here's what's oh. going to happen. Um, I won't be coming in, and uh, I'm going to find a new eye doctor. And uh, so I'm done with you guys. He's like you guys, are, you guys are I mean, putting me in jeopardy. The procedure is the same everywhere okay. else. And then you know what she said after all this? She goes, what? "Well, I guess I could see you after hours." And I went, "Too late." <laughs> Did you say it just like yeah, that? Too really? late? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, after all this, I'm like, "Too." I don't want to deal with you. And what, what's funny is I failed the anger thing. Yeah, that was the whole point. It's like oh, I just, yeah, yeah. we just had a conversation on anger and don't be anger, yeah, angry, yeah, yeah. and how wisdom mm-hmm. leads you to be slow to anger. Yeah, yeah. No, and you, you could have uh, failed. You could have gotten what you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you, you sabotage yourself. Oh, now you have to go point, through the whole rigmarole oh, of finding another doctor. Oh, that's easy. There's 100 eye doctors around here. But, uh, not 100 good ones. Oh, probably not. Yeah. No, they're probably all charlatans. Exactly. <laughs> drip snake oil in my eye. Just, I mean, yeah, just like anyone with a <laughs> you know okay. clinical license or whatever they have these days and call themselves therapists. I know. Just like, like that. Licensed. Licensed li- practitioners. Licensed by whom? <laughs> the world. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's the god <laughs> of the world. Okay, That's so every, you guys always want us to bring Krista on, and we understand she's better, better. than us, smarter than us. It's all fine, uh, but we uh, we like to bring her on, especially when she gets amped about something. Mm. She's, oh, you she, you think I'm in a mood? That. You think I'm in a mood? Oh, Krista is in a. She is upset. Mood. Said that in confidence. Okay, I was uh, going to moderate there, listen, for there the is, podcast. There is nothing. Shared in confidence <laughs> with me. I'm learning Joe that. is an overshare. I, I, I forgot you're an overshare. I'm a generous, first of all, generous share. He's That's a how generous I, like, share. I like to think of myself as being generous. <laughs> That's a way to reframe it. Mm-hmm. A little more positive. So <laughs> we were, I think you brought it up. You said, hey, do you want to talk about modesty? I said, yeah, I did. I said, hey, are you guys thinking about doing that? Because I didn't know. Like if you. Because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, yeah. Because it it's it, been it's, a thing. It's come up again. Quite, it's come up quite a bit. And again. Now I, it came up. With with homeboy Rico Suave or whatever his name is, what Who? is his name? Brian. I don't know how to pronounce. How do you it. pronounce S U A V E with a it, with S-U-A-V-E? a little S U A V E? It looks French with it's a little tilde suave. at the end. Suave? It looks yeah. like Suave. Sous vide. Let, let me let me look. Rico Suave. How did he spell his name? I don't know. Rico Suave. No, I can't. Yeah. It, uh, it's, yeah, there's, just, no ask, there's no accent. Just sous vide. Okay. We'll just call him a sous vide. Okay. Do you want me to read it? What did he say? Okay. He said, dear ladies, there is no reason whatsoever for you to post pictures of yourself in low cut shirts, bikinis, bra and underwear, or anything similar ever. Not to show your weight loss journey, not to show your newborn baby, not to document your birth story. Signed, your brother's. Okay, so I like it when uh, some rando speaks for me. That's always nice. Uh, Thank you, guy that I've never heard of. Spoke for every Uh, Christian man. But okay, so let's let's try to be generous on the Mm -hmm, front end here mm -hmm, before mm -hmm. you know we're claimed. People are calling us uh, whatever bad names they want to call us. Um, What what's he what's he trying to deal with here? In his own mind, like being generous. Mm -hmm. You get if you have to check your anger right now. I'm, in, Un, I'm, I'm feeling in control. Unclench your fist. I see you Deep boiling breath. over. <laughs> She's already. No, okay. So, like, how can we try to be generous with what this guy is saying? No, yeah, I think I I don't disagree generally with his first statement. Like, yeah, you probably you know you need to be modest, or it would be helpful if women were modest. You know, 
Um, I guess we can bikinis. I, I don't know. I guess we can debate that. I don't know why anybody's I wouldn't be posting pictures in my bra and underwear or things like that. Um, I would, but Jen won't let me. Okay, well, Jen's, I, I would, I would put, Jen's a wise all, woman. Those are for me. Yeah, oh but those my are my God. eyes. Only. Share, share. Oh I don't God. I know. See, I don't share them. I don't I don't post them online. So we could say oh. that like that. that <laughs> listen. What am I doing here? <laughs> so Suave says like, uh, okay, he, he seems to be reacting to an, a, a very sexualized culture. And I think we can Which all agree true. our yeah. culture is hypersexualized in a lot of ways. Um, you know, shampoo commercials. It's weird because in Germany, I remember seeing a shampoo commercial in Germany and there was a naked lady in it topless, you know, and it, it, they didn't focus in on it, but it was a part of the commercial. But it wasn't like super pornographic. It was just, there was nudity and I, I didn't, I didn't need to see that. But in America, we have commercials where women are having faux orgasms while they're shampooing their hair. It's more sexual, even though it's less explicit, right? That, that's a good point. That's a so, good point. So yeah, we have we definitely live in a sexualized culture, and uh, and we have encouraged women uh, to, I think, uh, emphasize and accentuate their physicality, their sexuality, um, in, in a way that is is not healthy and good. So like, I, I get what he is probably reacting to um there are some concerns i think that we have of the conversation that came out of this hmm. yeah. and even some questions that we might have with that particular post right yeah i mean i don't know if the tweet his original tweet is as bad as what came after it <laughs> like, no i think it got worse i think things really got really got bad. bad but um yeah i think you're right i think he's probably responding to the fact that yes our culture is hyper focused on this um also, you kind of touched on it that I think there's a message to women now to use sexuality as empowerment, mm -hmm. mm, you yeah. know? Um, so, yeah, some of the music that's out there and things like that, it, you know. And so, yeah, I think a lot of women are getting on this bandwagon of like, yeah, now I'm going to do this, you know, because maybe they wouldn't have before, but now it's it's like a new wave of feminism or something, like an additional yeah, well, it takes different Dang, forms. Anyway, feminism, yeah. yeah. So it's so that's definitely out there. But then I think the second part where he's like, not to show your weight loss journey, not to show your newborn baby, not to document your birth story. That oh, okay. Yeah, this is what's weird. That's right? where it took a little weird twist. There I are, think in a way. So there are there are different contexts in which um, clothing or the amount of clothing that is used is appropriate or inappropriate, right? Uh, and we all know this. You know, we, we go to the beach and, you know, it, I'm sure the, the most conservative guys I know would would prefer a one-piece bathing suit without the thong back. So one-piece, <laughs> full butt coverage, right? That's what they want. <laughs> but uh, and, but they would find that appropriate at the pool. Right. But that would not be appropriate in church on a Sunday morning. But what's funny is Paul would find that inappropriate in any context in the first century. Mm -hmm. uh, like he would be like, that's a rat. He, she is naked. That's what the apostle right. Paul, anybody in that day would be like, that's nudity. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter that she, so she's got a, a tiny uh, microscopic thin layer of clothing around her. Uh, she's basically naked. So there's, there's, there's a cultural element to it. There's a contextual element to it. And so it's, and, and then there's motive, like different motives, like what you're trying to do. All of that I think makes this more complicated than some of these guys that started to pile onto this conversation make it look like mm -hmm. so like we uh there's a 
Oh man, I'm so not ready for this. Okay, so Jennifer Greenberg, uh, she is uh, she's on Twitter. Um, she's got a lot of followers, twenty five thousand followers. Um, but yeah, she's uh, she's an author and uh, she, she's uh, she's a good lady. And uh, so she started posting some stuff, you know, dealing with some of these issues, right? Um, and uh, challenging some of the things that were being said. And then these guys started coming after her, mm. like calling her names um you know assuming the worst about her uh speaking to her in a way that you should not speak to any woman uh, under any circumstances like i was really i was offended for how she was being treated by guys who call themselves christians if it was mm. the people in the world like okay that's how people talk but like right. people that say that they're christians and this would be a a, a sister in christ who uh even if you disagree with her take uh, why would you attack? Why yeah. would you? I mean, it, yeah. it, it what, got what, really was, what was her take? Okay, so her take. Let me try and. Uh, bring oh, it. sorry. No, no, no. I thought you had it. No, I, I was, I was trying to. So, um, I think what started this was she had a long thread, like kind of addressing porn culture. I think was the yeah, original yeah. Okay. thing, right? Mm-hmm. A- absolutely. It was really good. I thought. Yeah, and so, um, so for example, like she said, uh, like so on Twitter. Um, she said, some Christian, quote unquote, some Christian guy accused me of sexually abusing men by seducing them in my scanty apparel. He can literally only see my head. So he must have been referring to her, her, her profile pic. <laughs> it reminded me of Ecclesiastes 9.3, where God equates evil with madness. Sin is an insanity that we choose. And then uh, this guy says, such a narcissistic denial of the fact that men are different. I remember a situation where we had to confront a literal adulteress and had to focus to look her in the eye because of inappropriate dress. It made us very uncomfortable. We had self-control, but felt very sexually harassed. Seriously, if dress had no bearing. And so, like, again, this is an argument he's picking with her. But it goes from this, this guy, Jared Barry, um, but it, it it gets weirder. It gets, people start, like, making accusations about her. Um, they say things like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll read one. Um, she said, for example, in here, uh, a biblical view of modesty has little to do with clothing. Instead, it centers around the attitude of the heart. We are to be humble, not flaunting our bodies, money, etc. So you get the idea. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, this guy's like, well, actually it has a lot to do with women wearing little or no clothing in public posted on social media. And so that's where the conversation begins. Okay, and that's, that's fine. So then she says something like, well, listen, just don't call me your sister in Christ and then list all of the ways I could unintentionally cause you to lust. That's not how brothers should think about their sisters. So here's what she's doing. She's saying, listen, part of this, a big part of this is how you look at and think yes. about women. Yes. It's not to say that women don't have a responsibility to to be self-respecting people um, and, and how we present ourselves as men and women matter. But this is also very much, and in fact, biblically, I think she's right. The emphasis is on what you do with your eyes and your heart mm-hmm. more than on what someone else is doing Thank with you. their body. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about modesty. Like what is, what is modesty? Not like, not like what the world or what, what the Christians are saying modesty is, uh, or maybe we do say that, but, but what is all this talk about modesty? How would you define it, or how do you think people are seeing it? Well, I think most people think of it immediately in terms of how much skin is showing or mm-hmm. not showing, right? So I think that's the first go-to, um, probably for sure with Christians, but maybe even non-Christians too. You know, we, we think about that. But as like I- what is, what is a modest home? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, one that's not overly ostentatious yeah. or whatever. You know, it's just kind of 
It's not, not showing off. Just, just, right. Yeah, not, yeah. It's nice. Just, yeah, just, just normal. Ostentatious, yeah. Versus, you know. ostentatious, just ostentatious. It's, it's not Austin Powers. <laughs> it's not, yeah. yeah. Who it's is Austin ostentatious. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, it's not like Michael Jordan's place that hasn't that sold hasn't in 10 years. That hasn't sold in 10 years, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Jim, Jimmy tried to lowball him, and they were like, forget about it. Jimmy MJ was wasn't having it. <laughs> he wasn't, not enough, Jimmy. <laughs> I was like, come on, MJ. Jimmy's like, I need that Hello Pad. Really, Joe's always joking about a Hello Pad. I finally have one. Um, all right, so like, so there's... There seems to be when you're when we're talking about modesty, it is oftentimes applied to how women dress. That's mm-hmm. very much how it is frequently applied, especially in the Christian world. But modesty seems to have more to do, even when we're looking at it biblically, with with um, with with humility and with self control and with what is um, even culturally decent. The culture has to play a role in this. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about it in my mind. And there's actually only like a couple of passages that even talk about modesty, mm-hmm. right? And when, the, and, when, and when these passages talk about modesty, uh, it's not about anything sexual no. at all. Yeah. Before we get to those yeah. passages, can, look, can you expand how, how culture has to play a part in our definition of modesty? Yeah. Because I, I think there's a, I could hear a concern mm-hmm. of, well, the culture shouldn't be speaking into what, as believers you know, it, it shouldn't be speaking into, I guess, our our ethic, right? Our ethic comes from Scripture and mm-hmm. Scripture alone. Um, so how, because I, I agree with you, I do think right. there is the sense, but how does that play? Because I, I would say um, the, if the principle is um, you should be humble and not make, not find your identity in your appearance, that you should guard your heart, um, and if we're even then applying things outside of modesty to like, oh, you shouldn't be tempting people to sin. Like mm-hmm, that's something mm-hmm. that the Bible tells us. Don't tempt right. people to sin. All right, cool. So then, um, oh, that's fine. We can agree on those things. Those are biblical yeah, principles. Yeah. And what do they look like? Because um, if, if culture doesn't play a role, then we are at a loss because the scripture doesn't actually tell us how to dress. The scripture doesn't give us the length of skirts. Uh, if, if anything, it tells us to be wearing more than any woman wear because it talks about head coverings and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so what we have are principles that are supposed to guide us, but no specific prescriptions. And in Paul's day, you know, when, when he's talking about modesty, he's, I mean, he's, he's talking about, um, like, I'm going to read a, read a passage. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, it's, uh, it's first Timothy chapter two, starting, uh, Verse nine, likewise also, women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire, but with with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good works. So even here, and the two passages are very much like this, um, that modesty is related to uh, a a humility that of heart that isn't caught up in the materialism of the world, mm-hmm. right? That's really what modesty seems to be mm-hmm. emphasizing mm-hmm. here. Not with how Not, much yeah. cleavage you can show, yeah. right? Because that really wasn't a problem in Paul's day. That was assumed that you weren't going to do that. Yeah. Right? Right? That was, it was yeah. a pretty established principle. So then if we start going, okay, so then what does this look like in various cultures and countries at different times? Um, even just in America, what, what age of America determines modesty? Because there was a day when, when, when what women wore to the what to the to the what do you call it beach, the beach? yeah beach. I don't obviously you see how much I go <laughs> uh, they wore bathing skirts and bathing mm-hmm. dress bathing gowns that's mm-hmm. what they were called mm-hmm. or swimming gowns mm-hmm. and then um, 
And then it, it went on from there and it, it got more and more revealing over time and more comfortable, to be honest. So like, what is, what's okay at the beach and, and is what's okay at the beach really okay? Or are you, should it be women only are allowed to go to this beach and men only go to, it's like you had, it's all so much of it's cultural because it right. depends on what you're, um, what you're, what is offensive to people or appropriate to people in a given time in a given place. So the, since the scripture doesn't tell us exactly how much skin you're allowed to show on your arms or your mm -hmm, legs, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there has to be some sort of cultural component to it. Otherwise, I don't know how you're supposed to answer the question. And I think people know this if they're honest. They know. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes, culture it plays a very significant role. Now, when does culture not, when, when is it clearly, we've, we've, this is without question, uh, an, an inappropriate um, amount of skin being shown. Even then, it's it, it's going to be determined in text in, in part by context, right? A, a male doctor can see a, a female patient, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it comes down to, I think, in my mind, what people are struggling with is sexualization, temptation, uh, intent, and and, uh, and then on, with all of that, just cultural norms. Cultural norms are important, and uh, even though they're not biblical truths, if if it's seen in the culture as very risque for a man or a woman to do something, it, it's not a good idea for a Christian to do that thing mm -hmm. because, oh, well, the culture sees that as a very sexual presentation. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be self-controlled, so we shouldn't do that. So I, I'm just saying that culture plays a part in the whole thing. It kind of sets the context. I don't know any other sense, way yeah. to determine how much is, you know, and again, they would say, well, if you're asking how much you can show your you're asking the wrong question. Fine, agreed, but we still have to determine like what are the boundaries. Right. And well, and different cultures have different boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. But yet still have the same issues. You know, so that you might be in a country in Africa that's really warm where women are topless and the men like men walk around and they're not mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're not triggered. They're not lusting. That, right? No. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting right right or wrong, it's just the way it is and but the, as a culture, they've adapted. On the flip side, there's other countries where women are in full burqas. You can't see them at all, and they're still raped and assaulted. Yeah, but they're completely covered. It's, so uh, you, you, we listen. The, the the emphasis on on all of this is controlling yourself. And so, like you know, for Suave to like say, "Hey, women, stop showing these pictures." Okay, listen. I, it's not that I disagree with probably what's moving you to say something. Um, and I would assume part of what's moving you to say something is that you're a man, a weak man in many ways, like I am. And so like, yeah, we, it, we can lust pretty easily. It doesn't mm -hmm. take a lot for mm -hmm. us to mm -hmm. put a woman in a burqa. I can see her eyes. That, that'll be enough. Like, look at those eyes. That'll do. Those, those, that, that'll, that'll do. <laughs> um, so I, I think that like you, you can say like, I, I get what you're saying, but then when you start like hammering down, like the emphasis, you need to be focusing on you. Your exhortation should that, be I on th men. <clears throat> and I think that's the frustration there, right? right. Is so much of the conversation is on, you know, uh, for women to be doing this rather yeah. than uh, really for men to be reflecting upon their own heart and character right. and how they view others around them. Right. And I think as I looked through social media and the responses, the women that were pushing back, like Jennifer, um, Beth Moore made a brief comment, and then she got dragged into it yeah. like in a ridiculous mm -hmm, wagon. Mm -hmm. um, those women were not making a case like we should be able to flaunt whatever we want. Right. That was yeah. not their point at all. I think their point and what when you said I was amped up, what's been bothering me about these discussions 
is that it always like Jimmy, you alluded to, it's it's like the it's the woman's fault. Yeah. Like I saw people making comments like this sounds an awful lot like Adam blaming Eve for making him eat the apple, you know, mm-hmm, like not mm-hmm. taking responsibility for mm-hmm. what is your responsibility. And so I think that's what women are pushing back against, whether it's you know, the debate about women and how much can they speak, teach, whatever in the church, what they're wearing. Mm-hmm. There's a theme that women are somehow a problem. And if if there's too much latitude given to women, it's going to go bad for men. Right. Yeah. What yeah. is that? Yeah. Like, I think that's what women are like, you know what, we're done with this. <laughs> you know, it's It'd not- be frustrating, yeah. Yeah, it's not that, you know, I, I want to wear some really, you know- low cut thing or whatever it's just i'm tired of this you know this doesn't have to be like this i i think it's 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 helpful so i would say what you said made me think it's important for us to understand what people are saying right and Mm -hmm. why they're saying it and what or what they're trying to say Mm, like mm -hmm. we we do this with people that we disagree with all the time he's trying to say this i think that's good now what he actually said doesn't work because Mm -hmm. it's too confusing and so like with with this guy brian saying what he said okay i think i know what's bothering him and that's something that we can maybe agree on and talk about but the way it comes out it's really confusing and i think he gets some things wrong and then women are some women are responding to him some godly christian women are responding to him and now they're making points now Listen, don't conflate what they are saying with what other people are saying that disagree with this guy. Like, Correct. understand their point. It's really important. And I think what I, what I was thinking about earlier about modesty is that it really has a lot to do with, like we said, um, you know, humility, but I think uh, self-respect, like respect for yourself and respect for others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't want to uh, treat your, like, we, we shouldn't, men should not treat women like objects, right? We shouldn't uh, treat them like a piece of meat, right? Mm-hmm. We shouldn't objectify women. Uh, and and women shouldn't do that to men. Um, and we shouldn't do that to ourselves, right? We shouldn't objectify ourselves. And that's yeah. all about self. We are people made in God's image. We should comport ourselves with dignity uh, and all of that. But I think like showing your gains at the gym in your yoga pants and like showing like, I hey, look at the muscular things that I'm achieving. Like I see that on like in my Instagram all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. men and women. And mm-hmm. there's no like, <laughs> except for like, holy smokes, that person is jacked. Like that's mm-hmm. a, like, it's encouraging. Right. Now, there, there are, there are gradations and there are lines and d- different temptations are different for people. Different temptations will trigger different people. But that's when it, that's why it all comes back to what Jimmy was saying. Like, it's all about like, can you control yourself? Can you, can you maintain control over your own vessel? Uh, Or are you constantly going to be looking at everybody else and saying like, well, listen, I can't control myself because of what you're doing. That's just not how it works. And I think that's, that's like our culture. Men have really become like, uh, um, used to, I think, not taking self-control seriously mm-hmm. and lobbying blame on others for it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, you know, they're not able to do it. And so because they're not able to, well, it's obviously not my fault. It's yours. Mm-hmm. You right. need to change, not me. Yeah. Well, well, you're making it hard for me over here. Yeah. Uh, why are you making it hard? Yeah. Why, stop it. You yeah. know, like, like just make this a lot easier for me to, to get through. Yeah. Right. I think that's, uh, that's our sin nature in general. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I see that every day. Yeah in sessions and things like that, that, yeah, we want to blame shift. Yeah. We, we don't want to own what's our yes. part in it, right? Yes. Um, and, and so then in this context and in a Christian context, these men know like, oh, you know, oh, don't cause a brother to stumble. Mm-hmm. Okay, true. Like that's, that is true. Yeah. But, um, you know, Kevin and I were talking about this before I came over and he made a good point that he said, just because they may be technically right about what they're saying, 
doesn't necessarily mean that it's helpful to say it either in that way or right. in that moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I gave the example of like, imagine we're at Redeemer and we'll say a woman comes in to, let's say, I don't know, let's say she was a prostitute and she mm-hmm. just, you know, got done working and she came dressed the way she does. Would we be right in being like, hey, you shouldn't be dressed like that? Right. You know, yes, technically we would be. But here's this woman, maybe she's coming to hear some good news. Maybe she's seeking God. If we led with that, she'd never come back. Well, like that, so there's like a time and a place. Yeah, and they, you know? I'm thinking, what are they going to say? They're going to say, we're talking to the Christian ladies who should know better. Okay, but the principle is still the same. How you approach things, how you approach people yes. right. has a big determination on how they receive it. Absolutely. And if you're ham-fisted and inarticulate, then uh, but think you're dead on, then it's it's going to it's not going to work very well. Right. Also, like I just, I'm a big believer in, yes, you have, and men have a right to speak to women, women have a right to speak to men, and I see women calling out men, men can call out women. Like mm-hmm. that, that's, fair is fair, it's all, we're all allowed to do that. But nevertheless, in terms of strategy, um, I tend to spend, mo- we spend most of our time calling out people in our group. So we call out men more than we call out women, uh, we call out Baptists more than we call out Presbyterians, we call out Reformed people more than we do Arminians, and so on. Because I'm focusing on our problems. Mm-hmm. Um, now again, there's a place for for that, and I, I think there's just a there's a there's a better way to do it. So I told I totally agree that that there is there is a probably a better way to go about it, but also that there isn't enough conversation about like well, what actually is modesty and where how do we handle one another in the church when we're we're facing the, the, these cultural shifts. I, I just don't think there's been enough thought done on, mm. on those issues. That's a really good point. Because I was thinking, you know, seeing this tweet and, and then what came of it. Okay, first of all, social media is not the place <laughs> to yeah. make these corrections, yeah. right? It's just not. So, for example, if if this is an issue in your church, so, you know, pastors – yeah, it's your role to speak to this, especially if you're preaching through, mm-hmm. you know, First Timothy or whatever. Obviously, you're going to speak to this in a general sense. But if there is a particular woman, let's say, or a man, let you could go either way for different reasons, that isn't behaving in a modest fashion, um, yes, that person, you can talk to them, but probably having someone of the same sex have that conversation is probably sure. more appropriate, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so if if I were dressed inappropriately, Joe, it may be better if you said, hey, Jen, would you talk to Krista? Or is there another elder woman mm-hmm, in the church mm-hmm. that might, you know? Yeah. So using those kind of strategies, because then it takes, I mean, I would think that would be a, an embarrassing conversation sure. for you guys. It would yeah. be embarrassing for the woman to and you hear want it. To be a, you want there to be a change. If, if right. change is needed, you want there to right. be one. Yeah. And when, so like, I just, I can't help but think when Suave put up this post and it's like, dear ladies, there's no reason whatsoever. He's not changing anybody's. He has nope. to know that is just for attaboys. That's for people on your team to go, yes, that, that you're looking for amens more than you're looking to change somebody's mind. Because there's no way you think, I just, I have a hard time thinking, at least I, I would never think this kind of a confrontational tweet is going to change somebody's mind. My my goal is to move, like mm-hmm. to move the heart. That's what I want to see happen. So I just don't right. think. So I also I don't know how much time we have, but um, I wanted to ask you a, a question about um, how how men and women how men and women deal with each other in like in the midst of temptations. Be, I guess what I'm getting at is this. I, I don't know how to articulate it. What is a temptation for one person is not a temptation for another, mm-hmm. right? So like. Uh, 
some some somebody walking around in a in a tight outfit might like really trouble somebody else trouble one person but it doesn't even register on another guy right so like there's a there's a there's a wide variety of of differences in the way that we're made up is there like how would you counsel somebody who's saying okay i'm not even blaming the person for what they're doing but i every time i'm around them i'm really struggling what do you say to somebody who just is socially caught in a situation and they don't know what to do because like i know what i would say as a pastor i'm just curious if you would have particular counsel for them yeah it depends on i I guess i would need to know more details in in terms of the context but if they could not like for example if social media is problematic for you get off yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean that seems simple Mm -hmm. right because social media is like kind of the definition of immodesty it's a place to brag about stuff, right. whether you're promoting things, whatever. Mm-hmm. Social media is all about not being modest, not being humble. Yeah, yeah. So if that's a stumbling block, get off. You know, yeah. that would be my first thing. If it's in the context of a personal relationship, that's that gets more sticky. You know, like, and, and so, yeah, you kind of have to unpack that. Maybe it involves a conversation with that other person if that can happen and if not be if you, weird. You'd have to have a certain kind of relationship to have yes. that conversation. Probably. Yeah, but... You know, yeah. So it, it, I think it really depends on the context, but it might involve having a personal conversation. It might involve that person. Maybe, maybe you don't have a conversation with that other person, but maybe if it's a guy, like maybe you get with other guys that can help you with that. I mean, you know, and because mm-hmm. as a woman, I, I may not see it the same way. I'm, you know, I may not understand it. Um, I, I, I guess I, I would want to, I would want to push back with the men to say, push back toward the men, push back on these guys mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. to say, look, man, if you're having a hard time living in the world, uh, I don't know what to tell you because it's going to get worse. Yeah. It's, not, it's not going to get more conservative. Yeah. It's not likely no. to anyways. So you need to learn self-control and more to the point, you need to learn how to look at women as people made in God's image. So, yes. okay, so let's say that there is some woman who is sexualizing herself in a, in a clear way to, you know, whatever, uh, to, to, to get attention. Then, um, okay, well, then it's your job to worry about you yeah. and to discipline yourself, to discipline your eyes, to discipline your heart. Um, that's that's on you. But like, so again, if I don't see a, a, a real problem in the church, I, I'm not seeing this 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 epidemic of right. of women, naked women. Uh, I'm just not seeing like naked Christian women. That's not that's not a thing that I've encountered. I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying he's looking for it, but I'm just not looking for it. And now, unless he's talking about like a a, a woman breastfeeding or something like that, like which to me is like a, a zero. It's like a that's a woman feeding well, I think her child. Talk, <clears throat> yeah, I think he's talking about like the Instagram posts of of. Um, like you, like I think you mentioned, like birth stories, yeah. things like yeah. that. Like, which to me is like but that's not that's sexual. Not, that's not sexual See, in any way, shape, or this form. This is what I was thinking. So, it's, you know, it's if anything, it's beautiful or gross. It's it's one of those <laughs> two. Of those two. Depending, two. Right. It yeah. depends on the filter. <laughs> that helps. The filter helps. The filter no, really but helps. There's, so there's a picture that we have when Ian was first, not firstborn, but that day where you know you're doing the skin yeah, yeah, to skin yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. so he's on my chest and i have the gown pulled up a little bit so you can see my shoulders or whatever there is no, if, if somebody found that arousing i'd be like what is wrong with you <laughs> you're a weirdo. i, I a look weirdo. horrible i mean i just was in labor i mean this there oh. and but thankfully we didn't have social media then i would never have posted that because i am 
too self-conscious, vain, whatever you want to say to have posted a picture like that. But yeah, that that's different, you know? Yeah. And there were, there were women, like when I was reading through the comments, there were women saying the things they were taught growing up. Like I was taught that I shouldn't eat a banana in front of other people at church camp or, yeah. a, or a hot dog. And my thought was like, if I can't go to Portillo's and just eat a hot dog normally without worrying about a guy, I'm sorry, that is not my issue. No, no. I, that, mean, that, that, I mean, that is weird. That just says more about <laughs> yes. the, right. our Christian men today than anything else. Yeah, that shows it's that an you, indictment have, a, on you us. have a pornographic mind. Yes, yep. right? Like you are reading into stuff, and that's a you problem. And listen, I have that issue. I, a lot of guys have, like, this. Mm-hmm. that happens. And like, if it keeps popping up on your social media, just so you know, that's an algorithm. Yeah, there are a lot Which of Which was algorithms. said a lot on these threads. That's yeah. an algorithm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. it's a for you page. Yeah, listen, on like on TikTok, I love my TikTok because it's all f- jokes and um, people getting in fights. <laughs> that's pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, my, it's, it's my, humor yeah. or it's uh, it's people trolling other people and they getting in fights. Yeah, I got like, stand. it's, it's all stand-up, you know, Comedy acts and cooking, cooking. Yep, uh, and uh, Europe. Mm. Just like travel. But if you, yeah, if you ever the beaches, doubt the beaches in Europe, I bet. <laughs> yeah. But if you ever doubt the algorithm, I I think I watched one like cute baby video. That's all I get now. I yeah. mean, yeah. The, so yeah, yes, you gotta like the, some other stuff. You gotta get the in there algorithm is over. strong because it will keep coming. It'll back. get you. It'll get you. Yeah. So that right. that is for well, sure. Look, I guess the bottom line is right that. Um, we, we need to respect ourselves mm-hmm. and we need to respect each other. And that means how we present ourselves in public matters. It does matter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we shouldn't sexualize ourselves um, outside of the marriage room, marriage bed, right? We should, um, we should encourage each other uh, to holiness. Oh, that's true. And we should really focus on controlling our minds and our own hearts because uh, it doesn't matter. It matters how people dress, mm-hmm. sure. But in the end, what really matters is how are you going to live life in a world and in a culture where they're constantly throwing temptation at you? Mm -hmm. If you can't, I mean, I can't walk, I can't drive into Chicago without seeing billboards that are at least somewhat pornographic. Right. You you have to learn how to control your mind, your heart, and just show respect to people if you disagree with them. Goodness sakes, Mm. man. Everybody. I'm in a mood. Yeah, you're in a mood today. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit, hit up the store, JoFoStore.com and grab some gear. We got that fresh party every Monday and Thursday, blog posts and video content over at the website. And we got that all access exclusive content. Banter Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over at DrVotion.com slash all access to sign up today. Later. Later.